0: hey y'all thanks for tuning in to the marissa says podcast where we work to normalize learning while fostering healthy and sometimes difficult discussions this week's episode starts right now All right, so welcome back for yet another episode, and as I mentioned last time, one of the final episodes of season two, but this week's positive affirmation is the following. I am centered, peaceful, and grounded, so grounded that I have nothing else to say, Enjoy this week's conversation, y'all. will see you on the other side. But that said, I guess since we're recording now, do you want to say hello to the folks? Introduce yourself. I don't know. Do you have like a,
1: a word for us or are you just? A spiel? Yeah. Who are well, you? Well, I mean, who say am, am I? I am? I'm Ronnie. I'm a, I'm a local resident of Hamilton, Ontario. I know Tara through uh, some traveling expeditions and adventures we got into, which we'll, we'll touch a little bit on later in the episode but uh but yeah just a a local guy who's losing his hair and works in tech oh my god
0: (laughs) oh my gosh um and who is not thirsty contrary to my initial belief um when when i met you uh (laughs) (laughs) under the influence okay but but before we get into all the fun conversations what are you listening to do you like doja cat have you listened to her new album I think you should. What
1: I'm listening to right now, so the thing about me and music, a lot of it's on shuffle. I find a new album, Spotify, just throw it on shuffle. If I hear something good on playlists, I'll throw it on my playlist that I've kind of been accumulating over the years. But one of the top songs that I think is the easiest to listen to, especially with like everything going on right now is Ty Verde's A-OK. Okay. Such a happy song. And I feel it's like the the whole Reason of the song is just to be like everything's going to be okay, deal with it, it's going to be fine. There's basically, uh, greener grass coming around mm-hmm. the corner that's not the saying. What's the saying?
0: The grass is greener on the other side,
1: there you go. There
0: but you go. then there's a loser like me that's like, Well, the grass is actually greener where you want to rant <laughs> 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 That is
1: a terrible thing to say. I like it, I like <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> but, um, okay, but did you? I'm sorry, did you say you'll discover a new album and you'll play the album on
1: shuffle? I'll play the album on shuffle and then like for the first listen? Yeah. First of all,
0: Nala is already doing her. You wanna (laughs) you'll do the first listen on
1: Shuffle. I do everything on Shuffle. I'm judging. The artists
0: but they select they select the track list. They put it in an order, and sometimes there's like a whole story.
1: So the you, J Cole one, I didn't shuffle. The J Cole one, I listened straight through. it. Okay, that's fair, but also because J dig- Cole's known to be a storyteller.
0: Yeah, but I, I like to think that that's fair. Okay, though if you're doing it for the ones who are known to be storytellers, tellers, I guess that's fair. But that stresses me out. I want to like listen <laughs> in order and then get a feel and then. Um, except for forgive me, have you listened to Culture Three or whatever Migos' new album? No, I just feel like I really need to be, like, fucked up in a club to appreciate it. And it's, like, it's literally the same thing. Just, uh, Migo! It's the same thing the yeah. whole way. And I'm like, this is...
1: Ridiculous. I'm not a big Migos guy. Everyone loves Migos. I'm not a big Migos guy.
0: I do have to say, I saw them um, perform live in Vegas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Extremely underwhelming. Just literally three blind mice jumping around on the stage yelling with smoke and flames and flashing lights that's literally what like I guess when they do award shows they have a little bit of choreography but when it's like just a live performance like that or what have you it's literally they just it looks like they're playing hopscotch they're just jumping around
1: man I music today isn't like it's harder to find good music. I got to select few artists that I, that Tell I Tell me you're for. getting old without telling me you're getting oh, old. Bro, <laughs> I feel it too. Like, cause I, I coach a, a football team, a high school football team and all these young kids are into like new music. I'm just like, what are you, what are they saying? What are you listening to? And I'm just like, man, this is what everyone said to me when I was like, yo, I'm going to listen to Eminem, doctor Dre, 50 Cent. It's yeah. Just, yeah. All this comes out.
0: Like, uh, I coach basketball at the uh, college mm-hmm. out here and like their playlist i'm like everyone's name is an acronym it's y-b-n-a-f luchi corday never broke again and you're just like what what featuring and you're like there's more! there's more but um i do have to say i like i like this um like them taking the have, did you hear the who i smoke um no. but it's under 30 seconds right i hope okay <laughs>
1: have you heard this yes i did hear this it's all over like instagram and tiktok isn't it
0: yeah but i feel like this era of doing that and they did it with uh, unwritten as well right i i like that i think that's fun and i like just like i guess the creativity and the polar opposite like you're there like I wouldn't walk a thousand miles to see you. And they're like, oh shit. Like, just the um the new age stuff. But at the same time, yeah, there's some things I don't understand. And then an auntie jam comes on, and I'm in my robe in my kitchen, two-stepping, and I'm like, I have become my mother.
1: <laughs> that song reminds me of party in the USA mixed with party and bullshit. Oh.
0: That's true. Do you remember Party that? In the USA. Yes, but Party in the USA is a... I don't care what anyone says. That's a banger.
1: It is. The song's <laughs> fire. I'm going to admit it, too.
0: <laughs> it's a banger. Um, but that said, have you listened to Doja Cat's new album, Planet Her? I haven't. I think everyone should listen to it because I'm like... I love Doja Cat. And I think it's a am going to
1: look album. it up right now.
0: And that, I feel like that is an album you can listen on shuffle because it's like a... It's a sample buffet. It's like what what she has to offer. It's a whole bunch of different sounds. It her? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Saving it.
0: I, I enjoyed it. First track woman, my fave. Um, but yeah, that said, we're going to quickly recap with me, AKA T however this segment goes, but hashtag pray for my garden. My garden is struggling and I'm very upset and I'm extremely distraught because this is the first time in my life, let me knock on wood here, that my garden is struggling. I think it's the humidity because my soil is wet, but my leaves are all like, please, it's so." The, the air is so heavy with the humidity and i'm like what is going on i don't know what's going on with my garden i'm stressed out my mint is doing well my like herb box but like mm. my peppers which is like they're my lifeline how am i not gonna have spicy peppers they're not doing very well do you garden
1: i don't garden at all i mean like i can barely put together an outfit let alone a garden. oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> what? I I wish I did because I mean I do want to focus on eating healthier and it'd be great to just walk outside and pick fresh vegetables but like I I don't have time to do that.
0: <laughs> it's a big flex though. Like on days when I walk out and I'm like I'm going to have a salad and I get some kale, I get some dill, some parsley, <laughs> tomatoes um, and then I just like go inside and I'm like mm, salad yum and that's another thing. I feel like folks who say they don't like tomatoes should mm-hmm. try a tomato from a garden first and then reevaluate that statement. If you haven't had I don't know like,
1: how you don't like tomatoes. Like how do you not like tomatoes?
0: No, but if you're buying your tomatoes at the grocery store, yeah, I can see how you wouldn't like tomatoes because they're nasty, okay. but a <laughs> tomato from a, cause they, they pick them when they're green and then they like have whatever spray and like cooling system so that they get ripe. In tra- transport over, so that's why your tomatoes are so crunchy because they're actually green. But then they do all yeah. this other shit to make them red, and that's why, like you know, sometimes when you cut the tomato, it's like a goop in the middle. It's not. It's like there's a. It's tomato jelly. Yeah. It's not supposed to be jelly. It's supposed to be like tomato juice. It's supposed to be water, but it's jelly and stuff again because that was an underripe tomato that they just dressed up as a ripe one. So when you have a garden tomato oh my gosh, the red is different. It's You can smell the tomato. That something is different. So I feel like folks who don't like tomatoes need to have one from a garden.
1: When I was younger, I was a chunky little kid. I would sit in my mom's garden. She had cherry tomato plants everywhere. And I just sit there just picking and eating. Oh, <laughs> there, nothing would make it into the kitchen. I would just pick and eat. She'd get so mad at me for it. There no, was-
0: exact same. <laughs> my mom would be amazing. like go get food go get this. like she would tell me what to go get from the garden and then 20 minutes yeah. later i'm sitting on the floor and there's like four cherry tomatoes in the bowl but <laughs> none on the trees because i ate them all and then she's like yeah. what, what are we supposed to do with this and i'm like but i i just wanted you like it's because they're fire but yeah <laughs> i have four different kinds of tomatoes planted. really yes i got
1: why why four different kinds
0: First of all, the limit does not exist. So let's start there. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, okay, so I got like, I th- is it beef steak or steakhouse tomatoes? And those are like the humongous, like just humongous tomatoes. So those are like, the, you're Googling it? Yep. <laughs> Love it. Okay. So then you, it's like a huge tomato. So just picture like that nice, huge tomato slice that you can oh put God. on a burger. Okay. So that is... You,
1: this would cover a plate. What do you mean a burger?
0: <laughs> they're so delicious. I have those. And then, of course, I it's have... A pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I have cherry tomatoes because yeah. they're a delicious, healthy snack. And then I have pink lady, I believe. Pink lady or pink girl or something. Okay. And those are just like cute, kind of like Romano but not really. They're just like cute little everyday tomatoes. Like, okay, I'm going to cut them up, put them in a soup. Yeah. And then I have yellow pear tomatoes because those are delicious. And I love making um, tomato soup with those.
1: Interesting. I've never been a big soup guy. So still trying to figure out these yellow tomato things. Although I have enjoyed weird, fun fact about me, colorful vegetables in a salad. That don't ma- especially ones that don't make sense. Like, <laughs> like what? Yellow tomatoes. <laughs>
0: what how did they not make sense?
1: I just feel like it's it's so random. Cause it, like the, the traditional tomato is red. And everyone that associates red with tomatoes and tomatoes with the color red. Okay. So I just feel like throwing in the yellow, it's it's kind of like when you have a weird color pear, like or a different color plum, like the, the yellow plums versus the regular dark blue purple. Again, I'm not mm-hmm. a bun. Yeah, so this is conversation.
0: <laughs> <I'm> Like <laughs> you, But you're 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 steering us correctly, so yes. Yeah. But yeah, no, those are and then I have four kinds of mint. I can Damn. yeah, really but fair. I but pray for my garden people. So if you're listening, pause, take a moment, and send some good energy to my garden because I need it.
1: Now do you think it's because of like everything? like the massive heat wave we've been getting, especially out West too, that's kind of carrying over.
0: I really do because even my father is perplexed and my father is 77 years young and has the green thumb for like the whole community. So he, he's doing some, like, he's like, we're actively making sure our composting is like, we are fertilizing, we're doing what we need. But my dad's like the heat, the heat, like they all started springing up and then the heat killed them. And now they were in this in-between stage where it's like, we were about to blossom. So like some stuff started to grow, but then the heat killed it. So it stopped the growth. So we're just trying to like, but I, this weekend I have to go and like, I'm just going to cut and trim a lot of stuff so that it can hopefully sprout back, but definitely believe that the heat um, played an impact because the and the humidity. Cause it's like, that's, what's really like suffocating almost, at least out here some days it's like. Child, I'm going to die.
1: It's wild down here, too. Yesterday, I went out, tried to do some exercise. <laughs> thought I was going to die. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this might be it for me. This might be it. But after you exercise, you have to eat protein. And you have two cans of tuna. Is that what we're eating, sir? I so really I got, thought you were doing one.
1: Nope. Double up. That's just just a straight lot. tuna, too.
0: There, like, not even a little lemon juice on it? mm mm-hmm.
1: Don't get me wrong. Do you have crackers? (laughs) It's (laughs) dried. It It takes a while to eat, but it's great for protein, great for fish oils, healthy brain, healthy body. Kind of what I'm going towards. Might take me 20 minutes to eat that though.
0: But don't you, do you have like tuna pasties
1: after? No. Oh my God. Because I just drink water.
0: I feel like that's what I'm drinking. I got my glass of water. And because I'm also health conscious, I have some bacon.
1: Nice. Nice health consciousness (laughs) there.
0: Some bacon. And I have a ciabatta bread that's toasted with some butter. And I feel, oh, the dogs are definitely going to wake up. (laughs) She's looking at me. I don't think she realizes what I'm doing yet. But they're easier. Yeah how
1: many do you have because you just let one out right
0: but she came back um so Mm -hmm. this is nala here hi nana here and then wait
1: that's abby (laughs) (laughs) one gets fed the other one's right there
0: yeah oh my gosh abby i love her she's she like abby is my life model because she's a diva she completely does what she wants she will groan at you if she's trying to take a nap and she thinks you're being too loud she will let you know (laughs) and she's the older one so she lets Nala do all the work so if someone's eating in the house Nala will come and like beg and then Abby just chills Abby just hangs out in the back because she's like why would I also go beg she's gonna beg for the both of us and then when Nala finally gets fed you just see Abby like gets up from her little spot and then comes over like excellent (laughs) like (laughs) so that's exactly what it was she was laying down and she watched Nala come and get back. And once it was confirmed that food was being shared, She's then she... Some. Exactly. And I think that that is that's a model we all have to follow.
1: Work smarter, not harder.
0: You know? But that said, because you have a timestamp and we're delayed. We're I behind. Do. Well, we're not really that behind. But the topic of the day, this is a TMS episode. So that's... For those of you who know my full government, those are my initials, but it's also a talk my shit episode. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk everything travel, vacances, vacation, voyage, um, starting with us meeting in May of 2013. That long ago? Uh-huh. Whoa. hmm Boom. Whoa. Eight years. How's it feel? May... Of 20, like, I was, yeah, I was, I was a me. I was, what, 18,
1: 19? I was in my yeah. teens, though. <laughs> I'm in my late 20s now. Um, that was a long time ago.
0: Yeah, May 2013, we met in Cancun, Mexico.
1: Love that place.
0: <laughs> I know, I want to go back so badly.
1: I just, like, it's... What I think is crazy about those all-inclusive vacations is you go on the resort, you're kind of seeing who's here, do I know them, where are they from, try to hear them talk, what's their accent, are they from the U.S., or south, are they from the west coast, east coast, Canada, and then you don't even remember the exact moment, but there's a moment where you guys become best friends for that week. And it's almost like high school, but yeah. shortened into like a one-week span where it's like you're best friends, there's so many memories throughout that week. And then it's like graduation in a week later, and everyone leaves, and it's just like, oh, damn, now I'm sad.
0: Yeah, it was so, it was actually so. Cause I remember, I think it was our second day of the trip, or maybe like our first actual like day. And yeah. we were at the pool bar, belligerent. I was belligerent. <laughs> and I don't remember everything, but I just know you were talking to some, you. And how, are we allowed to name drop?
1: I'm cool with that.
0: Hey, those are, these are your friends.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jamie and Alonzo over Okay, there. Yeah.
0: Okay. perfect. <laughs> you were talking to my friends, like Brianna and them. And then I just remember I, I said something along the lines of don't talk to them. They're creepy <laughs> or they're thirsty or something. I said something like that. And then went about my business? And then I don't really, then I remember I went to the room cause I, because Taekwon was trying to haul at me. Do you remember that? When I <laughs> when I passed out on the bar?
1: No. I, <laughs> oh, Taekwon. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, man. That was I just funny. Remember
0: I was sitting and then I was like, yo, I'm fucked up. So if I take a nap, it'll be fine. And he just kept saying, do you want to go to the bathroom? Do you want to go to the bathroom? And I was like, oh. Uh. I don't fucking want to go to the bathroom. I just want to stop being drunk as I am.
1: Like, <laughs> Unless no I'm I- going to go throw up. Yeah. The that's what I was like, what?
0: And then Brianna was like, "Nah, girl, he trying to, he he' trying to get you. And I was like, oh my goodness. And then I remember I put my head back down. And then at one point I woke up and I was like, Brianna, we need to go. <laughs> but at this point, Christy and Yassi, not not Christy, Julia and Yassi were already taken
1: Away in
0: a wheelchair because they were so fucked. Yeah, And then I was like, Brianna, we need to go. And then I threw up in the pool and then we went.
1: Oh, man, that was an incredible day.
0: But I survived. I was the only one out of the three who survived because later there's the phone party and who showed up? Me.
1: <laughs> man, that like, there were so many things that happened that week. And there was that. Even with the rain, like, mm-hmm. the crazy rain that happened. Like, I think the resort flooded three times yeah. in seven days. And it was still, like, an unreal time.
0: It was so much fun. It just, every morning, we call you for breakfast. And it's, like, <laughs> we're, like, we were five. It was eight of us. And we just, like, take up the biggest section. That was so much yeah. fun. No, It
1: but was, was also
0: helpful because we were all, like, young, stupid girls. Like, you. <laughs> We forced <laughs> you guys to be our chaperones.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, like situations like Taekwondo where it's like, you never know what's going to happen. You don't know who's thinking what and what person wants to do one thing that they're going to regret under the influence. So it's always good to be with a group. So you kind of watch out for each other. I mean, mm-hmm. you kind of did that with a lot of your friends. Cause I think after that first day, you're just like, click, I'm the responsible one. <laughs> I'm looking out for you. I'm looking out for you. I'm looking out for you. So we called you mother Hen for the rest of the trip. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we made sure everyone was, was good. But like, I always say that it, it's good for a group of girls to meet a group of guys. Just because when they go down into the city, you never really know what's going to happen. People, they're drinking, they're in a country. They think they could just get away with things because it's Cancun. in the party. So it's always good to to be safe there. But because mm-hmm. a trip like that, you always want good memories. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whole lot of good memories are made that trip.
0: It was, it was so much fun. And then when we were taking the bus into the city and
1: we we're just singing oh. with
0: them on the bus. And then so the good. tacos, are last night, the tacos.
1: Oh my God. Those
0: were so good. And then it was, it was actually like, so, cause y'all left before us, but weren't y'all yeah. like late or am I making this yeah. up? Like, Bro, did you wake we, up, like, we, 30 minutes? But I swear it was something literally ridiculous. I feel like we came we into missed, room. We
1: missed the bus to get there. <laughs> so it was, like, I want to say we were supposed to go, get on the bus at 7. Because we went out the night before, it was, like, the last night, might as well go out. And of course, every time you go out, you don't get back to, like, 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. We get back. We have to wake up for 7 to get onto the bus for, like, 7.15 or something. And then... We get down there because we didn't wake up till like 8 o'clock. Our flight was at like 9.30. We were like university students at that point, just at university, we're just like strapped for cash. So we had to take a cab down there and it was our last 40 American. And we had to like, kind of be like, Hey, sir, like, this is all we got. (laughs) You Mm -hmm. just let us out. We're going to hopefully never talk about this again. We get there, drive through a monsoon to get there. We get into the airport. Jamie and Alonzo are still drunk. I'm super tired at this point. I'm trying to be responsible because they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> we get our boarding passes. You know, when you get your boarding pass, you walk through security. It's like, what, 20 feet from each other? Yeah. Get the boarding pass, go through security. Alonzo loses his boarding pass. <laughs> Within that 20 feet, he can't go back out to, to look for it on the ground. So he's drunk as hell at this point. We're in the terminal and he thinks he's stuck in Cancun forever. Oh, no. He can't find his boarding pass. He empties out his backpack in the middle of the floor, empty out his pocket. I'm just like, <laughs> you know, I can't do this right now. Me and Jamie just walked away. We got food and just <laughs> Alonzo's like, he came to his senses and realized technology, they obviously have them in the system. Mm-hmm. It was, oh man. It was a wild like 12 hours.
0: <laughs> that was I but I I swear we woke you. I feel like we were yep. the ones who woke you. And I don't yep. know why or how we knew, but I because I but I just remember we were the ones who woke you. And then you guys were, sorry, we can't say bye. And we we're like, well no fucking shit. Like you take <laughs> off in an hour. Like, what the fuck say like get the fuck out, bro? But and oh, it was it was a good time. And then I we love. You and I reconnected in Toronto. Later. Toronto. <laughs> and I remember you met my my parents because they were definitely like,
1: "We need to know who this, <laughs> who these men, who are these men."
0: And then yeah. we, we ate some food, and then you came to Montreal with your friends.
1: Yeah, did we get sushi there? Where in Montreal? In Toronto.
0: We went to that pizza place and then we went to the Korean barbecue place. And remember yes. we were ordering so much uh so much ribs that by the end they just were giving us fatty pieces to like get us out. <laughs> and we were like, the hell's going on we just kept right? ribs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did that. And I wanna say I feel did we go see a movie?
1: I think we did. Yeah.
0: yeah I can't remember what movie, but yeah.
1: Yeah, that was we definitely fun. did.
0: Oh, and then you were Cheating on your clinical trial that you signed up for. You were yeah. eating like a bagel when you weren't supposed to, you're supposed to be fasting.
1: Yo, those things helped me get through college, 100%.
0: But you rigged these people's information.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it adorable. was tax free money in my pocket. And it was like, at this time, it was in university, it was like $1,000 this week thousand dollars the next week and i'm just like you feed me i'm gonna study in there got a place to sleep got apple tv watch movies it was the easiest thing for a student to make
0: bagels and bathroom stalls like just the (laughs) whole the whole thing right all of it was great
1: (laughs) that was um, so funny
0: but that said where are some places that you would like to visit or like
1: what? oh man
0: what type of traveling do you want to like start doing? Cause one of my friends and I, we were talking about how we want to start traveling more for like, not just because let's say, Oh, I want to go see the city. Like I want to go to New York cause we know New York is fun. And then we figure yeah. out what to do when we're there. We want to like, I don't know. Let's say there's a show in a particular part of the world. It's like, let's fly out for that show or let's fly yeah. out for this specific event that's happening. Like, those are some vibes that we've been wanting to to like channel in our travel. So it's a little bit more intentional, but yeah. like, where are some places on your list post parallelogram? <laughs> so, travel.
1: <laughs> it's funny that you say that because I have a list on my notepad in my phone of all the places i want to travel whether it be like a nice view a cool party destination just say they have something that like not many places have so for example the balloon festival in turkey that they have where it's like you see the pictures of all these beautiful balloons and hot air balloons in the air and so it really depends on the travel i love traveling for for sports going and seeing football games in the states but obviously those aren't like beautiful destinations but there are a few places that. I like traveling and depending on my mood, it deals with a hiking. I love hiking. I love seeing things that you would in person that you would think are on a postcard. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason why is because when you've gone somewhere, that's just amazing. And you've taken a picture of it and you've looked at that picture, say a week later, you're just like, man, this picture doesn't do it justice. And then when you're there and you really sit there and just enjoy the view, it's kind of like, when you realize that the picture doesn't do you justice, you stop caring about taking pictures, if that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: at least I do. Like, if you look at my Instagram, I rarely post anything on Instagram of a picture, maybe like once or twice a year, I'll post something. But it's just like, even looking at pictures now, like just of the wall here of like lakes and mountains, it's just like, man, that picture really doesn't encapsulate everything that was really in that moment. Mm-hmm. So there's places I love going out west, Banff, Jasper, BC. I would like to do Yosemite in, uh, in California. Switzerland's big on my list, the Swiss Alps. Mm-hmm. So I would love to do that. Just hiking and stuff there. But I mean, it really depends on, on the flavor of what I'm feeling. Like if I'm going to party, I would love to do like Croatia, Greece again, Spain. Mm-hmm. If I want to go skiing, I want to do the Swiss Alps and the French Alps. I would love to learn more about the South American culture. I did Colombia in in 2019 on new year's and just like seeing what they do hearing what they do crazy thing about columbia for new year's what they do is they have essentially like a scarecrow that they put out front of their house and it's like it's supposed to be like a scary scarecrow and it's supposed to be all the negative things that happened in your year and on new year's they burn that and it's kind of like releasing all the negative omens that you had in that year and starting the new year fresh Mm -hmm. So learning different things like that about cultures and and really understanding the the local community, because don't get me wrong, resorts are fun. But I feel as if you get a better perspective on the world when you actually understand a different type of lifestyle.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, same here. I love resorts, love all inclusive. But before the pandemic, I went to Puerto Rico, we stayed in Airbnb. And it was just Mm -hmm. like, just things as like you look out the window, you see like someone cutting the weeds with a machete across the street, and you're like, Yeah, because yeah. this is this is a Saturday morning out here. It's just like a different vibe, although I do appreciate the f- access. Like I don't have to think about food and like yeah. someone will make up <laughs> my bed. That's always <laughs> that's always nice. But you want to go to some cold places, bro. I'm everything for me South. I'm like, I want to go, I want to do South America. I want to travel to as many Caribbean islands as I can. Like, I really want to do St. Lucia. Real,
1: Beautiful Uh, St. Lucia.
0: Yeah. I really want to go. Obviously, I want to go back to, like, Barbados and Grenada, but not been there, done that, but been there, done that. I would cool. like to actually go back to the Bahamas and visit different islands because there's a lot of islands. Um, I There's a lot of places I want to loop back to, like Puerto Rico. I want to go because I just feel like I didn't, as soon as you start to immerse yourself in the culture and you're like, oh, this mm-hmm. is how it is. I feel like that's when I had, I've had to leave. I really want to go to Africa.
1: Yeah, just want be to
0: literally like just throw a pin at my map and whichever country it lands or as raven says whatever content in uh africa or continent (laughs) continent in africa it lands on um i i've wanted to go to southeast asia i want to do indonesia i want to do vietnam yeah i want to do oh Where else i literally have a map right i have a scratch map with like nice yeah places you travel i really want to do australia but i'm really scared because i hear about like the racism so it's like i don't want to go but i'd be scared and i don't know if new zealand is safer but like i feel like
1: i want to see i feel like (laughs) (laughs) so when i went to greece Mm. a lot of australians came to greece okay and I thought they were the the coolest people, the easiest to talk to. It didn't matter the color of your skin, the gender, the age, everyone just wanted to talk to you. And it's like, usually when you think of people going away on vacation, just like a, a young group of guys, young group of girls, they're interested in the opposite sex where it's like here, you could just go down and just have a conversation. There is no worry about like hooking up or who's the toughest or who's the best looking. It's like, Hey, you're here. I'm here. You seem like a cool person. Where are you from? I hear your accent have a conversation get a drink go down to the beach hey there's the party over here come join us blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. and it's just like so australia i think is is very welcoming i know quite a few people met a few people through work because we have an office down there as well and they're just honestly the, the nicest people like but I've, have you yourself been to australia i haven't but a buddy of mine lived okay. there a buddy okay. of mine who is black lived down there and he had no issue
0: okay see i know two people who have lived there and had such an one had to terminate their contract with work to move back. Wow. The other one moved to South Korea uh, because it was so bad. Wow. Right? So maybe but, maybe it's polarizing. Maybe it's like, maybe those nice people are people who work with like international companies and, and travel and then when you get there and you meet the like the locals. Yeah, and you're like, oh fuck.
1: <laughs> or what is it? Not to mention, what is on top like? of that, everything there seems like it can kill you. Like <laughs> the animals
0: what is that like it's them that like their spiders just take over the whole and weren't they just how are they doing actually weren't they just on fire like i'm not that sounded Um, like i laughed um but wasn't australia just like on fire like two years ago the whole thing yep
1: because that was like the beginning of corona there was like the australian fires the brazil fires kobe passed away COVID started it was just like a big snowball of of terrible stuff but yeah i mean like everything there can kill you. It seems like I watched a documentary on there is a sea cucumber and it's like, it's, you could just step on it by accident. And the sea cucumber essentially has properties in it that will shut down your organs individually. And one sea cucumber can kill like 10 humans. And I'm just like, this is way too strong. And it just
0: looks like a, whoops. It just looks like a big slug.
1: Yeah. And like some of the dangerous, the most dangerous jellyfish are there. And people accidentally touch it because they think it's a plastic bag and they want to clean up the ocean. And then this jellyfish just like stings you and like you go into like paralysis.
0: Wow. Australia can kill you. (laughs) Things in Australia, everything in Australia that's trying to kill you. The spiders. (laughs) saltwater crocodiles the heat the waves okay Russell Crowe. that's cone snails <laughs> okay there's cone snails Kangaroos. there's
1: garden spiders garden spiders like you're sitting there Roger. trying to do gardening
0: giant centipedes like,
1: oh yeah those a gotcha
0: cassowaries what the fuck is this wait you remember you know i was afraid of birds like in cancun right you know this oh, do you yes that? i remember Dude, what that. is this what is this? Do you see this? <laughs> <laughs> what is this bird? This
1: goofy it's giant, look. It's a man rooster. Box
0: jellyfish. I guess this is the jellyfish you're talking about. Oh my gosh! Stonefish. But yeah. Anyways, all that to say, Crazy. maybe I'll go when I have life insurance. Maybe I'll go <laughs> to Australia, but,
1: but. So, what do you want to do? In all these destinations. Like you mentioned you want to go to Indonesia, you want to go to Africa, South America. What are some of the things that you're looking to do down there?
0: Okay, well, South America, like you, I just want to learn. I just want to like immerse myself in the culture. I feel like it would be that would be a place that would be fun to backpack. Um, -hmm. I have never really gone backpacking before, so I feel like that would be a hand in hand uh moment. Also, um, like I have friends in Brazil, so I would wanna nice see like meet up with them and see them. Um, and then Africa again, same thing. I not backpacking though. Um, I feel like I would just need to go to like rightfully go back to where my ancestors came from. Like, I just feel like Mm -hmm. I need to go for like a spiritual just connection. And again, learn more about, um, cultures and then in Indonesia I want to go to like the rice fields I want to go to like animal sanctuaries and that's more of like a relaxed pleasure bougie type of vacation and like as much as I'm sure I would love to learn about the culture I'm that's more like I feel just like the nature side of things would be ridiculous I have the hiccups
1: yeah (laughs) sorry I I feel kind of similar to you when when it comes to Africa I mean like I've always been a big fan of, of animals. Mm-hmm. So I thought about doing a, uh, there's essentially a a jungle cat retreat where they take a lot of cats that have been orphaned because of uh, hunters and stuff. And you can basically like take care of them. So you're in this retreat with like lions and elephants and giraffes so all these animals that have been orphaned because of hunters and poachers. You get to stay there. But also my one buddy's from Ghana. Mm. And I was with him lately and he was just telling me more about how it's really, constructed and even the political environment so like you'll see a president but the president isn't really the decision maker because there's chiefs of the tribes that really have more power than the president and he's mm. my buddy prince he's in one of these or his family is royalty in one of these tribes and it's crazy just hearing the divide of the tribe versus the actual cities in ghana and how they in here like in, in canada if we were to say there, there was a tribe somewhere the city would still In in perspective, and we would all envision that the city would have more power over these these tribes and and decision making. But he's like, no, it's everything's equal, and sometimes these tribes have more decision making power than Mm -hmm. the actual cities. So it's it's interesting just learning about that, and I feel as if there's so much that we don't know about other cultures that I feel we kind of do a disservice to ourselves not knowing about it.
0: Yeah. Exactly. No, but exactly. And I also recognize that it is like a privilege to travel. So that's why I really want to like travel more intentionally and not just Mm. be like, Oh, this is like, everyone's going to Tulum. Let me go to Tulum. Like let's, let's not, although I would love to go, I ain't going to say no if somebody (laughs) still want to take me, but like, I'm not just, that's not at the forefront. Like now I really want to be like intentional. And I also candidly don't really, maybe like Greece because Greece is beautiful, and Mm -hmm. I love the food. I don't know about Italy, but, like, I don't feel the the desire or the want to go on, like, a Euro trip anymore. I remember Mm -hmm. folks would always be like, let me go. But then I'm like, so why would I want to go to the land of colonization? Like, why would I – that's not where I want to go. But, again, (laughs) I'm not going to say no to a free Euro trip, but I just – I don't want to – like Europe, and I also went to uh France. I went to Paris in high school. It's literally the New York City of Europe. It's so dirty. It smells like that's what I heard. like you see the Eiffel Tower, you go on the whatever that um river is called, like with the battle yeah. there, you go on that little you go to the Louvre, you fight to see the Mona Lisa, which is literally eight and a half by eleven, and then you you're like, okay,
1: that's it. That's why it's crazy how like the Mona Lisa is thought of so much and it's yeah, it's smaller than your, your laptop screen. Yeah. It's
0: what I remember literally went to the Louvre and they're like, Oh, for art connoisseurs, if you're going to enjoy each piece, it's going to take like three months to go through the whole museum. And we're like, yo, we're shitty like high school kids we just where the fuck's the Mona Lisa and where's all Mm. those sculptures by Michelangelo or whoever the fuck like we're the ones we learned about in school that's what we came here to see and they found the Mona Lisa and I remember it's in this separate room it was super crowded and literally it's on the wall and it's little paper on the wall there's a glass Mm -hmm. box around it and then there's two security ropes so even if you were at the front of the security rope you're like still 10, 15 feet away from the Mona Lisa and security guards walking through. And I was like, you know, what's funny. We don't even know if that's the real Mona Lisa. (laughs) (laughs) We don't even know. Exactly. Like that could literally be a print that they put there. Cause you can't see like any texture or like appreciate whatever, but yeah. All that to say, what are some other places you visited though? Have you been? I went to B- Barcelona on that trip, and we were so mad because we spent, I think it was four days in Paris and three in Barcelona, and we were all like, "We should have done the opposite." Paris sucks.
1: <laughs> Barcelona. I would, I would like to do. I would like to do Spain. I, I do like the the Spanish culture. I've mean, been to Mexico, been to Colombia. I would like to do more in South America too. Mm-hmm. When I was in Colombia, it was it was just interesting seeing like a different lifestyle and then being so appreciative when not having too much. So there was one, we're driving through this one place called Senegal and essentially it was in between Cartagena and Santa Marta. And -hmm. it was about a four hour drive. We hit a spot where it was just like, okay, this is like, if there's such thing as a fourth world country, this is a fourth world country right here. Mm -hmm. And there was like sheds everywhere and just like, you would see almost like a concrete slab on sticks and that would be a house. And then out of nowhere, you would just see, you would see that for probably about a kilometer stretch. And then out of nowhere you would just see people coming out of those houses in nice polos, nice sandblasted jeans, hair done up. And then I asked a couple of the locals that and they're just like, Oh, well there's a saying that goes, I don't remember the exact saying, but it translates to everybody has the right to beauty. So everybody would look really good, even though they didn't come from the, the best financial area or didn't have the the means to be in this big house or I dropped a fancy car, but they all knew that they had the right to beauty and that's why they take care of themselves so much. And I just want to travel more and just kind of be around people who appreciate what they got mm-hmm. and still be able to to live their, their best life, even though they're in a, like a, a terrible situation. Because I think they said the average salary in Colombia is like, six thousand us dollars a year Mm-mm. or like fifteen thousand us dollars a year mm-hmm. and that's for i think the six was the government employee that's how much they would make a year and it's it's wild but they still appreciate what they got mm-hmm. so i mean the places that i've traveled colombia was one that i i did like even though it was an absolute shit show getting everything organized because they don't speak english there and then uh i love going to the mountains out west i would like to do that more often even thought about getting like a, a second place out there to airbnb mm-hmm. like an investment property and go out there whenever if you I do
0: want. um let me know and then give me a discount
1: Actually. <laughs> Thanks. and then greece greece was a, a great place that i went to it was just it was luckily we had a buddy who was with us who who spoke greek and he was just able to really help us out on a lot of the areas and obviously translate what some of the locals are saying, but just like seeing that atmosphere, being on the islands, it's like a European Caribbean. It's just like, it's separate from the mainland, different atmosphere from the mainland. Athens, I didn't care for at all. We were literally Hmm. there as like a a layover in Athens. It was similar where it was very dirty. It was, I mean, this is just after they went through that, that terrible economic disaster they had. Mm -hmm. It was 2016, but there was like graffiti everywhere. A lot of things were shut down. Seeing the Acropolis was cool, but really staying in the the islands was the, the main attraction there. It was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I, that's what I I want to go because it just looks gorgeous. Gorgeous. But definitely, I think my favorite a spot has been Puerto Rico because that was just... It was so unreal. And I also... Did you watch She's Gotta Have It on... Netflix, but not the old one. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, um, the host is one of, she's one of the uh, actors on the show and she's a chef. And so she literally, like you wake up in the Airbnb and there's a chef making you breakfast. And then she's from Puerto Rico. So she'll be like, okay, today we're going to this beach, but she's taking us to all these like hidden stuff. Like not these public beaches, like this mermaid cove spot that she discovered. Or like we went into the rainforest and then we like, passed by all like the word the tourist people would stop and we climbed through the rainforest and then we just sat in the pool like natural pools in the river water and it was just yeah. like amazing um so that was like for me it was nice and it was also the first trip I took on my own like by myself um nice. and I I think I want to travel more by myself because I really like my company but also <laughs> um because the more I get, like, even the older I get now with, I tr- like, my friends all know one thing, you're not going to find out I'm going somewhere unless I'm going with you. But chances are, I'll be talking to you while boarding the plane. You'll be like, hey, girl, what, mm. what are you doing? Nothing. Just drinking my coffee. I'm drinking my coffee while waiting in line to board a flight. But you don't need mm. to know all the details. Yeah. And I say that also because for me, when I when I travel, I feel like I don't want, I guess back to when you were talking about pictures, I want to just completely immerse myself. I don't want to have to have pictures and then come back and like explain everything to everyone. I just want to have that moment for myself. And I feel like that's when you like connect with like, I take pictures when I travel, but sometimes it's like a picture of like a beer can that was shaped differently. And I'm like, that's cool. We don't have that. But that like that's not for Instagram. That's just for me and my memories. But anyways, all that to say, traveling solo is something I want to do. Um, cause, oh yeah, that's what I wanted to say. I, I now take my own hotel rooms. Like my biggest flex to date was caravan a couple years back. Um, there's a group of us going and they're all like, yeah, Tara, did you want to pitch? I was like, no, I got, (laughs) I got my own spot. And they're like, what? Caravan privacy. Privacy. Yeah. I was (laughs) like, (laughs) literally, I was like, I got my own spot. You want me to be six Negroes and one bathroom. You must be out of your mind. You must be out of your goddamn mind. I love my space too much. So that's like something I started doing is like when I traveled with some people, I'm like, hey, I have my own room or like I have my own. Because I also don't want to struggle travel. I don't want to have to like penny pinch. I want to have a budget and stick to it. And like, you know, as we get older, I come to realize how like just we can be friends, but we don't have to travel together. You just, if you can't afford yeah. it, that's fine. Cause I've been in those situations where it's like, I want to do something. And for me, it's not that expensive, but for the person mm-hmm. it is. And I'm like, well, then why did you come here? If like, you want to like buy lunch and save half of it for dinner? Like if you want to struggle on vacation.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's kind of like where you go, you don't want any limitations. Like exactly. you, you paid so much money to go away. Why limit yourself in this area?
0: precisely
1: yeah but if if you want to do something too that's kind of like on your own a good vacation on your own especially if you want to just kind of connect with yourself better i would say trying out west and doing like mountain hikes because you get up there and it's just absolute silence and you're up there you may see like me and my girlfriend we've done a couple hikes where we we go up and it's about a three-hour hike to get up some of them are grueling hikes, some of them are they're nice paved trails, but they just a steady decline all the way up. Your hamstrings hurt when you get to the top, but <laughs> it's it's worth it when you get to the top. You you forget every bit of pain that you went through on the way up. But mm-hmm. it's just peace and quiet. You're at the top of a mountain. There may be a lake up there that you can see and you calm waters, you hear nothing, and it's just no one's there to disrupt you. Where it's like if you're in a city, especially if you go somewhere like New York or Athens or Paris, you just hear all these horns, these people, this, this city sound, and it's just, it's, it's a different way of disconnecting. And that's one of the main things where it's like these, hmm. I can take as many pictures as I want. It won't do it justice. It doesn't really encapsulate the whole moment that you have there. Like, yes, you could Google Lake Louise or Lake Moraine or any of the trails that go off the side of that. But when you're actually up there, different feeling Mm -hmm. it's even hard for me to explain it to you right now it's just it's it's a different feeling but when you get there and then we kind of revisit this conversation (laughs) you'll know exactly what (laughs) What i'm like yo you were right (laughs) it's real up there
0: no i will no that's a good one i think because i do like hiking and like not everyone in my circle enjoys hiking as much as i do so maybe i'll just claim that and go out but it's so expensive to travel within Canada. Like, what the, what? Like, might as well just go to like an international waters. Like at this point, because round trip, I'm like, okay, a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars can get me Wild. a lot in Mexico. <laughs> like, hmm. That's but that's the thing. I, I want to do a road trip or like the the train. I would like to take the train across the country one day, but but we'll see my goal is to hopefully one day have like a rv or like one of those is it a winnebago the one that attaches and then
1: i can just uh i think the winnebago is the ram but i know what you're talking about like a trail that just hops on the back
0: yeah yeah and then i can just squat at walmart parking lots (laughs) (laughs) because you can park there overnight but before we go because i know you have things to get on with cuz you have an important job and i'm just going to go back to eating what is now cold bacon but um the ocean
1: ocean is a wild place
0: <laughs> <laughs> i swear you said what cuz i swear you said you were afraid you're afraid of what's 100%. in the ocean
1: so <laughs> i'm scared of swimming in open waters okay the reason water. why is because I've watched way too many National Geographic documentaries. Love them. Can't wait for more to come out. I'll keep watching them. But you see whales, and you hear a whale is the largest animal on the planet. Yada yada yada. They come up and they swim, and they just come up from the bottom and just eat whatever's there. And they don't even have teeth, but they could just swallow you, bring you down, and not even know. And it's just like <laughs> you're just sitting there. You're just like, yeah, well, guess I swallowed. Guess nothing I can do. And you look down. And it's just as clear as looking straight up into the sky at night. It was just darkness.
0: That's terrifying. Wow. Right. Wow. The But the, I mean, the ocean, I think it's beautiful. I'm scared of it because I'm like, when she decides to reclaim how her, her rightful place and just wash this all away, I think that's yeah. the more, I think the thing that's scary is that water, the water itself is like alive in that it moves and it can just like, You know, and the waves we see at the shore, we think like they're big waves, but the waves in the middle so
1: powerful too.
0: Yeah, like, and the fact that you can literally just be—if you're at the beach and you can just be floating and close your eyes and then open your eyes two seconds later, and you're like way down the shoreline. It's like, what would it be if I was in the middle of the ocean? And did you
1: hear the story about Jamie and Cancun that one trip?
0: It wasn't ours.
1: Yeah, it was ours. We weren't there. So you guys weren't there at the time, but we were, we met a a group from New Jersey and Jamie was talking to the one girl and he was just like, some guys with alcohol, when they, they want something, they just kind of do whatever that one thing says and does. (laughs) And I was like, Jamie, don't go out too far. There's a first sandbar, a second sandbar, and then a third sandbar. Don't go past the second sandbar because if you do, you'll get dragged out to the third one. But if you stay at the third one, you get dragged out. There's no other sandbar to save you. He's like, I'll be fine. Don't worry. I'm a strong swimmer. I've never heard a man scream so loud for (laughs) help. I had to, like all these girls, they went out there. I had to bring one back in at a time because no way I'm going past this third sandbar. I'm staying. My feet are planted at the (laughs) second sandbar. And I see Jamie. And the whole time we were there, you see people trying to like swim and ride the waves in. And I'm just like, oh, he's he's having fun, I guess. And I was just like, his face doesn't look like he's having too much fun. And then we made eye contact and just a man screamed, just help, help. But I'm just like, <laughs> okay, let's go get him. And then I dragged him in. Lifeguard did nothing, by the way. Just, oh my gosh. I'm, I'm carrying Jamie and Lecker goes, you good? And I'm just like. from the shore dry Uh, oh my god
0: (laughs) oh my god
1: yeah he was he was sick for a bit ate a lot of salty water drank a lot of salty water but he was he learned his lesson don't mess with the ocean damn i remember
0: once i swam out to like a coral reef with my dad in like uh an island off the coast of Grenada. we were out and we were like walking around trying to be careful and he was like tara be careful he's like because if you hit the edge of the reef you will get pulled down and i was like okay and i remember i was like talking to him and i was i don't know what i was talking about but i was backing up and i just stepped off the reef and i just went under it was like something was pulling me just pulling me down and then all i remember seeing because i opened my eyes and it's like burning because it's salt water all i remember seeing is like bubbles and then just like my dad's arm and he i don't know how he grabbed me he probably like grabbed me by the neck or the shoulder it doesn't matter but he just grabbed me and scooped me back on the reef and he's like you see i tell you <laughs> she's like, you down and i was like okay i'm going back to the Fucking sure like goodbye but it's just like moments like that that it's so scary or like even one thing I notice now is I get afraid of things touching me in the water and I don't like yep. it I'm so skittish like it could be like a small little fish and I'm like technically hey I am in your space so like you can like touch me if you want but I get so nervous because I'm just like oh when is, is that it can Man. kill you
1: I had one manager at my old job and he used to scuba dive and I've always been interested in scuba diving. And he's like, you got to be careful though. Cause when you go down too far, you really, it gets so dark that you forget which way is up.
0: I'm sorry. So I'm just
1: like, yeah. How do you forget, mean you forget which, which way is up? Because it's so dark down there that like, you don't really know where you are and because of the scuba diving equipment, they have the weights. So you do slowly sink. And you to, to really figure out which way is up, you have to breathe and check out where the bubbles are going. It's kind of like when you're in an avalanche and like, if you ever get in an avalanche, you got to spit to figure out which way gravity pulls a spit down. So you know which way to dig. So it's like. What? Say that
0: avalanche thing again.
1: Cause I feel like that's important information. (laughs) What? (laughs) So if you, if you're in an avalanche and for some reason you're skiing or you're hiking and there's a big avalanche that comes by and you're buried in snow, there's pressure in all angles. So you don't really know where you are. So you could be digging and you could just be going down and you never know because snow is pushing you down and there's the, the bottom snow there. So what you do is you're supposed to make a little area around your mouth, spit, and wherever the spit goes, you got to go the opposite direction because that's the direction of going up, away from the, the planet, essentially, and going towards the sky, climbing yourself out of snow.
0: That's terrifying. Okay. <laughs>
1: That's, yeah.
0: that's fucking terrifying. I would just cry yeah. and probably die, but I'll notice that works it now. <laughs> but um, what about this man, this lobster diver that was swallowed? I don't know how
1: real that is.
0: I was completely inside. Lobster diver swallowed by humpback whale off Provincetown.
1: See, I don't know how real it is because where lobsters are, they're near the the ground of the ocean they don't just swim freely mm-hmm. where the whales they come from the bottom essentially what whales do is they swim down in a cyclone and they create like a trail of bubbles which kind of traps crustaceans in that that are that are swimming like small shrimp and stuff like that, and then they come up in between that cyclone, and that 's how they feed. They never feed along the bottom so I Tried to look into it a bit more. They said it might've been just like a, a younger whale who was just trying to like not really know what he was doing and skin across the bottom. But it's kind of, I don't know how real that is. Some guy could just be looking for a weird flex if he is, but it's weird. But that would be terrifying if that's true. And that's kind of what I'm worried about. It's just like in open water, being eaten, he felt himself like he was in there for like 30 minutes or not, sorry, 30 seconds.
0: And yeah then, 30 uh, to 40 seconds what yeah no but can you <laughs> but the thing is like how like my question is god god forbid he didn't get spat back out like no body no case like how would they find him ever
1: i don't know <laughs>
0: I, I, I don't know <laughs>
1: when they find him you ever. hear things of like full tires being in whales when they find their bodies like up on shore so like a lot of things because he might do, he might've just stayed there for the rest of the whale's life.
0: Yeah. But what he would, would obviously it? like do whales, whales I'm assuming have stomach. Well, do they have stomach acid? Cause if there's a full tire.
1: Do. Cause like, I think whales. they do, but it's not as strong as human stomach acid. The digestive system
0: of whales consists of an esophagus, a compartmentalized stomach, similar to that of, okay, cows and hippos, and an intestine. Everything is then directed towards the main stomach or cardiac stomach, where glands produce acid and enzymes to digest the food. Can you survive in a whale's stomach? In reality, this is (laughs) unlikely. Sperm whales have four stomach chambers like a cow. If there's any gas inside of whale, it's probably methane, and that's not going to help you out very much. <laughs> They're not wrong. Uh, that's funny.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it doesn't seem like it would be fun to be trapped inside there.
0: But, I mean, I feel like I would prefer... <laughs> ah, I think Ronnie clicked leave Zoom meeting by accident. So I'm gonna fill some space here. Um, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat this piece of bacon and see if it comes back.
1: Did I just leave?
0: <laughs> yeah, you were gone for like
1: three minutes. Nice. Yeah, I know essentially what I was saying was, <laughs> did you not realize you were gone? I just I was saying the interesting fact that inside whale stomachs, like, the, the vomit can actually be used to create perfume. And then Noah responded. I was just like, was that just a, a shitty statement? Like, what <laughs> happened there? <laughs> Not a big fan of that. And then, uh, so I was Googling it as I was saying it.
0: Ew, you can... The what? The goop inside whale's stomach?
1: Yeah, some of it's used for perfume. <sighs> Gross. <laughs>
0: Gross. well
1: i'm excited to travel again
0: me too are you are you nervous about what that might like look like after the pandemic i've or taken like,
1: a couple plane rides during out west we were able to travel within the country but wait, i'm sorry a, um, one more time i've taken a couple plane rides out oh, west okay. during the pandemic so it's just you wear a mask It's a nuisance, but I understand why they want it done. I wanted to get where I wanted to go, so I did it. And that's kind of my mentality. It's like, okay, got my double shots. I don't care if there's computer chips in there tracking me. Perfect. You can see what I do. But
0: it's It's like they already are, though. That's the thing that I'm like, folks, you have a smartphone and you're worried about a tracker. Exactly. (laughs) You bring your smartphone to the bathroom. Like, come on, the government already knows everything. I just sent you a link by the way And this one has an image of a man Literally in the mouth of a whale It's not the same story But I mean Oh my god Equally scary (laughs) Right isn't that scary
1: What do you do it
0: I don't know Well he said I held my breath I mean there's no other thing I could do (laughs) I can't (laughs) fight a 15 ton (laughs) animal That's literally what he said So I guess you hold your breath Oh, and apparently the whale was displeased and spat him out in a couple of seconds. Wow. But speaking of seconds, we're a couple of seconds <laughs> over your, your time limit. I know you said you had a hard cutoff, so I don't want to uh, disrespect your time or take any more of it. But thank you so much. Is there a final word you want to leave folks with? Is there a Thanks piece of homework
1: me. you want to give people?
0: Or are you just oh, done and travel. you're going to go travel? Travel
1: they have to travel if you haven't traveled yet you got to travel we live in a bubble a north american bubble where everything's based on comparing who's better at what and when you outside of of north america it's a different world you will understand a different culture it's not about who's got the the most expensive object or who looks the best or who has the the most amount of money it's a different world that no one cares about that stuff and people just care about people and having a good time and i'm you go travel you realize a completely different world that you've been missing out on
0: Mm -hmm. a word thank you so much for uh joining enjoy the rest of your day and i hope you folks enjoyed that conversation so That said, it is now time for us to move on to a Petty wop on any block. And this is for folks who, I don't know, like just people who make the automated services. But I'm kind of annoyed. And one thing I've noticed, and maybe this is just me looking too deep into it. Maybe it's just me being a loser. Whatever. But... All like the automated services or especially ones that are supposed to be like assistant agents, their voices are default, like a feminized or a female voice. Like if you think of it, hey, Google, the voice sounds like a woman. If you I have the Amazon one, I'm not going to say its name, but its name right there. Uh, What else? I'm recording on an Apple product. I was about to say its name, but that one default to a woman's voice. And i it's funny because I changed the one on my phone to a male voice. So whenever I'm around people, which is not that often nowadays, if I think of it, whenever I'm around people, I and I use it, a lot of times people are like, oh my God, why is yours a man? And I'm like, because I'm changing the narrative. It's going to be a man serving me. I feel like that's like some built-in gender construction type of thing. And even now that I have like been recording with folks on uh, Zoom, a recent update that has happened with Zoom is when the person starts recording the Zoom um, meeting, you get... A message like you get an audio message that says this meeting is being recorded and then at the end you'll get this recording has been stopped but also when the recording starts you get a like pop-up notification that says like okay continue or leave the meeting but that said even that voice is a woman's voice So I don't know who it is out there, but I want you to start like making either more like neutral or like robotic or like alien sounding voices or maybe get like some, you know, famous actors to like do them for you. So at least that way we know who it is. But I just think that's something that's weird. And maybe folks like pay attention, pay attention when you hear like voices or wait sounds or, um, when you call in, like, I know sometimes when you call in, you might get like a a mix of the two, but like just pay more attention to the automated voices and like, let me know. I want to have a conversation. Let me know if you're noticing. Oh my God. That was Abby snoring, but That said, just pay attention more and let me know if you've noticed that as well. But that said, I have nothing left to say. I'm tired. I'm going to get off this mic. And I listened back. Sorry for all the times I beat up the mic this episode. Okay, let me go because your girl needs sleep. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in and I can't wait until we get to chat next time. Until then, Alia, don't forget to love off yourself now. Okay, bye.